You are about to witness a music podcast most foul. What you're about to hear is likely not safe for work. But if you're unperturbed by coarse language and sensitive content, you'll find yourself wrapped up in a world of music and mystery, the likes of which you've never heard before. Why don't you walk through the door and play our devious little game? Welcome, one and all, to Artificial Ghost Radio, a musical tour through the minds of our contestants. I just hotwired the hearse, Miles Lazarus. Oh my goodness. Uh, and I, hmm, hmm. And I'm a, and I'm a tale from the crypt that you can never forget about, Mars Garbayo. And welcome to our Sisyphean music recommendation challenge, where each week we challenge each other. To find songs based on completely arbitrary themes. And we're back, baby. We're back. We are back, baby. We're back. We are. We we're back. back, baby. We back. It's been a while. We, there, was been some a while. In, there was some interference, but I guess that's cleared up now. We took care of it. It just took we a while. It just took a while. But we're back, baby. Um, thank you for being patient with us. Thank you for being patient. It's... Uh, it, it's you know, really appreciate it. Um, I, I mean, you know, I don't know who necessarily is hearing this, but it's just nice. It's just nice that, that I don't know, we weren't eaten alive in our sleep or something. Yeah. I mean, there's always like the possibility is never zero. It's never zero. Uh, it's, it doesn't seem like it's very high, but it's not zero. It can never be zero. Yeah. I mean, statistically, logically, it can never be zero. Um, yeah, that's why so, mathematicians are the scariest people. That's why <laughs> <laughs> they know all the numbers. They know uh, all wait, the numbers. Are they the scariest man. people or the most anxious people? <laughs> I think both. I think both. I think it's it's sort of like Bloodborne, <laughs> where, <laughs> where like the the numbers just end up becoming them. That is a fantastic idea for a for a horror game. Honestly, honestly. But hey, Mars. Hey, Miles. What is the theme? Right. Yeah. Um. Shit. It's been so long. I. How do we do? We do themes all the time, or? I mean, all the time. Well, usually we did them at the end of the episode, right? But this uh, is the yeah. beginning. We did because the last we didn't even get to the end of the episode last time because of yeah what what happens, but um. Mm. So, I mean, it's my turn, right? Yes. Yeah. So after the uh, incident, it's your turn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Here's one because I feel okay. like this is appropriate. Um, the best song for rising out of the grave. All right. Because we're sort of we're sort of being resurrected in a way. Yeah. And 
I don't know. I think it's a relatable mood when you're getting out of your grave. You need a you need a jam to to sort of feel the vibe, feel the undead vibe. Yeah. So so I think I think that's my idea. All right, I can dig it. Uh, and you know what? I think I have the perfect song to get us started with. Mm, please go ahead. Is uh, is Lilith Rising by Incubus Succubus? Oh my god, these are some vibes. This is extremely powerful vibes. Incubus Succubus, which I ha- I feel like I have to clarify the spelling, uh, is I N K U B U U S S U K K U B U S. Um, is a British. Uh, <laughs> is British. A, well, they are. A, they're from Britain. They're a goth band. Apparently, they are specifically like they are also um pagan um uh, I they i mean there's some vibes for sure uh, <laughs> i do like this quote uh mick mercer described uh the band as a zombie version of fleetwood mac Ooh, those are some vibes um i don't i don't 100% know if this song captures those vibes but yeah, they, they've been, this band has been around for a while since like late 80s, early 90s, and they're still active. This song is, I mean, it came out in 2019, I think. Okay. So it's, it's pretty recent. They're still very much an active band. Um, and I don't know a whole lot about them, but I do know this song. And once you hear it, I mean, you're immediately like, there's no way that I would hate this band. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for sure, for sure. Like the the sound specifically. Mm. Um but yeah, let's let's give it a go, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's give it hey, you know what, Miles? Hey what? Let's give it a little listen. <gasps> Finally. So, so, what did you think? Hmm. Some vibes. Some vibes. Some vibes. I would say some vibes. What, what vibes? What vibes do you get from this song? I mean, I love some goth rock. This mm-hmm. is definitely in, um, man, I keep trying to, because like this keeps coming up recently. Like, it's interesting that you bought this because I've been getting more into goth rock and stuff like that. But like that particular kind of like, camp goth yeah for sure i mean i feel like that's both something that like we both really get into uh is that sort of like campy gay goth yeah this is definitely like it's in the same sort of circle that like rocky horror picture show is in yes and like and like apparently they like mostly like they just go to like these goth festivals that are going on over europe and just play shows 
I can Like, that's so, their whole deal. Yeah, the vibe. Okay, so here's the vibe that I'm mm-hmm. so clearly getting. Like, when you said, like, kind of goth Fleetwood Mac, I know it isn't exact, but, like, it it makes sense. Like, it's, like, no one could deny that, like, this has those vibes, you know what I mean? But the vibe is definitely, like, one of your friends' moms that, like, had a kid, like, maybe a bit young, and then she was kind of, like, impetuous and alternative and was into Wicca and is, like, an adult goth and loves horror movies and, like, cusses in front of her kids. And she was always the cool mom when you were a kid and then you never got why your mom didn't want you to go over there. And it was because she was definitely smoking weed. It's her. <laughs> she, she's the yeah. <laughs> this this song Big is your mom vibes. <laughs> this is this, yeah. I get it. No, I get it. Um, for sure. I mean, like this song. I mean, it, but also to the theme, it's very much getting out of your grave, f- pumping yourself up vibes. Hmm. I think of just like I don't know, getting out of my grave. It's time to you know raise a little hell, but not like. Not like like that much hell, you know. An appropriate amount of hell. An appropriate amount of hell. Uh, I, I'm, you know, gonna smoke cigarettes over my grave, and you know, there are gonna be some spooky stories about me. Mm. Uh, and then I'm gonna like maybe kick over some trash cans, go get a Sammy, (laughs) crush a Sammy, uh, just have a good night out with my buds. Okay. I feel like you're not on my page. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily crush Sammy's and go fuck up uh, shit with the boys to this song. Uh, what would you? Because- <laughs> <laughs> what, what was that? What would you? What song what would, would I, you? What would I, oh, what song would I do? Oh, What's, what's um, your jam for eating Sammy's? Uh, with the context that you're fresh out of grave. Oh, um, Literal Legend by Aisha Erotica. Mmm. Mm. <laughs> that no point of reference. For no anyone. point of reference. Uh, uh, this band has a song and album called, um, I believe it's just called Vampire Erotica. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's very also good. Vibes. But yeah, like generally with goth rock, that's not my like uh, pump up sort of uh, genre it's definitely my like haunting a castle like oh honestly like in the middle ground between like f- going out and fucking up stuff haunting a castle i can imagine like someone getting out of their grave going back to like the castle where they were murdered okay. and like fucking I, okay. it up I, you know what I mean vibes okay i get i get you but also like being goth is my whole thing so like it, it, it like i'm more like i can be goth anywhere <laughs> Oh yes, uh, and then but, I further but you're said, sort of you're sort of touristing the goth thing. <laughs> Fucking excuse you. I think like it's a song that you would crawl out of your grave and then go fuck up the person that like lives in a castle and like you'd go and get your revenge is, on them. It's in the middle. What is, what is your castle thing? Goth equals castle. Goth does not equal castle. <laughs> I know it doesn't. I'm arguing for no reason. This song makes me think castle in my head, and I think it's because Goth of the title. Tourism. 
like to fuck off because of like the Lilith like implications and uh fuck you, I'm punk. Uh and because yeah, of the and Lilith stay conversations. To fucking I'm gonna beat your ass. Uh because of the Lilith connotations, it feels more old-ish, not like a new thing. And I know castles aren't like an uh, the oldest structure in the world, uh, duh, duh, duh. but it makes me feel like those vibes. That's what I'm saying. But couldn't Lilith now, having lived for you know thousands of years, wouldn't she be moving into like a hip apartment? Well, sure. So Listen, I'm not saying my interpretation is the interpretation. These are just my vibes. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna beat your ass. That's valid. Um, I just <laughs> can't believe that you're only. I mean, I guess like the Gothic era or whatever was very castle-y. Yeah. Of like, I mean, like like fucking dungeon core and shit. Listen, I know that like high goth, romantic goths are different from like modern goths. People who like have different subgenre to their gothicism, but to me. <laughs> This feels very like high camp goth. I mean, for sure. I get. I also again, I'm, I've only listened to it once, so it's kind of just like my initial, you know. I'm I'm just reeling at the fact that you would not eat a sandwich to this song. <laughs> oh no, I specifically wouldn't eat a sandwich and then go fuck up someone. I could eat a sandwich or fuck up. Someone. I have to pick. I have to pick one or the other. Oh my god! What sandwich would you eat before? <laughs> Before getting revenge on the person that killed you. Um, What's your bad bitch sandwich? My bad bitch sandwich. Just knives. Just <laughs> knives in between a bun. Knives on ciabatta. Yeah. Stupid. Toasted. You gotta get it toasted. Uh, hey, Miles. Hey, Miles, what's up? Um, so I know it's a little short notice. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, it, did you do you have a, a song that that would be good? Because again, it's a a song for getting for vibing out a grave. Yes. So so do you have something that fits that brief? So here's my long winded thing. Oh, you have a long winded thing. I've been going back and forth for like a hot minute. I've had, there's like four songs that I'm just bouncing and equally in my head, I'm like, oh, this could work. And then I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) I'm I'm honestly surprised. Well, actually, should I be surprised that you have so many? Hmm. Thinking Uh, about it? No. um, Yeah, well. Um, So right now, (laughs) there are two contestants sitting before me. There are two beautiful ladies. Two roads diverging in a wood. Yeah. Two two to, uh, two to two beautiful ladies, apparently. Yeah, my 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 top models. You, you are you are standing in a fork in a in a road in the woods. Uh, you look down one, one path and you see and you see a hot woman who tells the truth. And the other one tells lies. <laughs> the other one also tells the truth, but in sort of a sort in of a, a catty coy way. way or, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, she's like brutally honest. <laughs> yeah, God. yeah. The other one is like a like nice, like just like she tells white lies to make you feel better. Yeah, she softens the blow and like uses a lot of euphemisms. And you can get you can like read the subtext, but it's like 
you know, she's trying to support you. And the other one is just like, no, you need to hear the truth. Yeah. The brutal, honest truth. So here's my problem. Okay. One is like, lyric-wise, very much so about coming back from the dead. The Mm. other one is very vibe, like, gonna go fuck up some stuff energy. Well, apparently- Well, I, now, you know what, Miles? Now I'm really curious what your version of fuck up energy is. To crush a Sammy to. Because you just, you just, what's, what's your song to crush a Sammy to? That's what I want to know right now of That's these two. Thing. Which one would you crush a Sammy to? I mean, it's this one, definitely. It's this one. Okay, um, then go with that one. But now I feel like. <laughs> no, it's you've not made your choice. No, no, but- you've made your choice. <laughs> It's time to go. You can bring the other one for another theme. Just it's now. It's I mean, now. I couldn't. <laughs> I I'll tell you what the other one was, but I'm still going to pick the the one I've decided. Okay. So it was a toss up between uh they are night hosier, zombies. Hosier, 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 they hosier. are neighbors. They have come back from the dead. Ah, by Sufjan Stevens. Okay, it was either going to be Hosier or Sufjan Stevens for sure. Uh, and then the, the one that I am actually bringing is Dead by My Chemical Romance. Of course. (laughs) Don't say of course. No, I mean, look, it's fine. We each have our bands that we will bring continually. You have Uh My Chem. Mm -hmm. And I have, like, Aesop Rock and shit. Yeah, Yeah, that's the full title. Uh, (laughs) So... Without further ado. Like, I probably could have brought a Nothing But Thieves song to this if uh-huh. I really wanted to. That's true. But this one's- But mine was literally called Lilith Rising. Out- Like, Rising Out of the Grave. It's very, very- Like, it's- It's pretty on point. You know what I mean? But, without further ado. Without further ado. Let's give this a little listen. Let's give it a little listen. A little kiss of a listen. <laughs> So squeamish, you never fell in love. Did you get what you deserve? The ending of your life, and if you get to heaven, I'll be here waiting, baby. So, all right, I, I, you know what? I could crush a Sammy to this song. <laughs> Scale of one to ten, how many Sammys would you crush? I, no, I, th- I think it's just what the one Sammy. I think I could crush a single Sammy. I, you have to realize, Miles. It takes me like two hours to eat anything. I was about to say that's fucked up, but then I remembered that I've definitely been with you while eating, like you're eating, <laughs> and it takes like 30 years, yeah. so it's not actually that surprising, but like, god damn, bud. <laughs> Look, I do other things when I eat, and so it takes me a while. <laughs> that's fair. I go like full Travis McElroy, like frenzied, like shovel it in mouth, <laughs> just fucking annihilate it. Um, defensive eating, baby. Uh, so- <laughs> mm-hmm. So this is my Sammy crushing. <laughs> That's what this episode has turned into, is the sa- songs to crush a Sammy to. Honestly, I feel like for that episode, I would bring something like <laughs> TikTok back. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a great song to crush a Sammy to. 
It's some fucking, it's some vibes. I keep saying vibes, I need to stop. Okay, so. Is there a song specifically about eating a sandwich? I mean, for sure, yeah. There should be. There needs to be. Some sort of nice picnic tune. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The only thing I can think of right now is Jam Buds from Steven Universe. Well, that's just about jam. Yeah, it's, that's most, that's pretty jam focused. It's jam centric, yes. It's like, it's like jam centric with like. You know, and there's some like friendship stuff in there too, but nowhere do they mention a sandwich. Yeah. They're just fucking sticking, they're just fucking (laughs) sticking spoonsfuls of jam into their, into their faces. Yeah. I'm also thinking of a song called Wendy's Trash Can just because like Wendy's have fucking- Wendy's do have sandwiches. Bread based, yeah, bread based foods. Um, But that's it. So somewhere between eating spoonfuls of jam and whatever's left in a Wendy's trash can is where my brain is. Catch me every Thursday night eating spoonfuls of jam behind the Wendy's in the trash can. I feel like I know people that do that. Anyway. (laughs) Why? So. 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 Let me get into this song. Okay. Um, I dare you. So- uh, Dead is from uh, the album The Black Parade. I'm sure if anyone I've never uh, heard of this, that. And my f- I've never, <laughs> I've never, I, you know what? But I feel pretty welcomed to The Black Parade. You know what? That was good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm <laughs> proud of it. That one. Um, so yeah, if anyone's like listened to any My Chemical Romance, I would assume that it would be from The Black Parade, most like popular one. Also, you know, Welcome to the Black Parade's on it. That's like their big fucking song. Um, so The Black Parade is a, uh, rock opera sort of concept album. Um, please, it has a whole story to it. Rock pra. It's a rock pra. Yeah. Thank you. It's, it's a proc. (laughs) There's an apostrophe in there. A proc. And uh, so this is the second uh, song on the album, but it's sort of like after the – it's kind of an introduction song. Uh, The first song is called The End, and then the second song is called Dead, which I think is a very fun uh, opening to an album instead of leaving that at the end. Um, Wait, I'm sorry. You're telling me that Welcome to the Black Parade is not the first song on the Black Parade? No, baby. No. It's a whole story. It's a great album. I've listened to it all the way through so many times. It's one of the only albums like I can just fully listen to the whole thing um, because it's a story. Um, I'm just saying that if I, I, okay, here's my fucking promise. On my first album, I the first song, the album is going to be called whatever, you know, Mars's Cool Album or whatever. And then- the f- uh-huh. the first song will be called Welcome Songs to Crush Sammy's too. <laughs> yeah, the 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 album will be called Songs to Crush Sammy's too, and the first the first song on the album will be called <laughs> Welcome to Songs to Crush Sammy's too. <laughs> this song is called. This is the first song on the album. <laughs> Second song is called this is, the second song is called this is the second song on the album. God, that's strong vibe. That has the same energy as like Reno Drive having their first album called Greatest Hits. You know what I mean? It's like strong out the gate, man. This is like you will enjoy this. I uh, wish I wish that their second album was called You Can Skip This One. <laughs> songs that didn't fit on the last album. or or even just sophomore slump <laughs> i have seen you writers all right dead dead 
<laughs> exclamation dead. point. Dead exclamation I love that as an ex- I love when any song has like fun apostrophe. Uh, a, a, no, what? Apostrophe. Any fun. Punctuation. Punctuation. I fully forgot the word. It's okay. Punctuation. Um, it's okay. I'm stoopy. Uh, so, so yeah, this is from uh, The Black Parade. Uh, came out in 2006. Uh, it's a very good album. I recommend it highly. It's incredible. Has great vibes. If anyone has any misconceptions about like My Cam being a very big like emo sad boy band, this album will change your mind because it's a big fun goth opera. Yeah, this um, is probably but- the first time that I've listened to a My Chemical Romance song. And I've listened to a few. Now, I can say that now. Because you've played me them. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is the first time I've like... <laughs> Slowly forcing you. <laughs> first time that I've uh, listened to my cam song. And been and you know, I, I like, I get it. I feel it on this one. I get it. You vibing I'm with vibing this one? with this one. This is a fun one. I like that at the end, there's this like a choir of people going like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> I know, it's great. It's very fun. This is a fun one. Actually, I love the outro just being, uh, if life ain't just a joke, then why are we laughing? I think that's a great, it's a great line. Um, so this, this, is, so, this is like a song to conga out of a, out of a grave too. It's, uh, yeah, Into it's the like, sandwich, uh, yeah. uh, right before the, right before the skeletons start playing their rib cages, like, mm-hmm. um, like a xylophone. It's congering to this. Yeah. Um, but to me, so like I'm sort of just, like I know that this a, is part of like a, the whole just an endless line of people conging conging out of one grave, out of one very deep grave, <laughs> extremely deep grave. But so so I I know that this is part of like a whole like storyline, uh, and it's a really interesting uh, song. Like this is like introducing the concept of like the main character of this story uh, just got told that uh, he has cancer and he has two weeks to live. Um, and I think that's a very interesting like window into the psyche when uh, you only have a limited time, like what you choose to do with that time that you have. Uh, but in my head, taking that away from like the narrative it's intended for, to me, it sounds like an undead, like whether that be like a zombie, a vampire. I feel like vampires are pretty good vibe here. Uh, some of that like literally just like five minutes ago, like died, got turned like, just got up, has no idea what the fuck they're doing, like, thought that they were going to die, made peace with the fact that that they were dying, and they were just like, well, I guess I'm going to the afterlife, and then all of a sudden they woke up and they were like, uh, rut row. <laughs> what do I do now? <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh, so, to me, it feels very much like a, like, I'm lost and confused and, like, everything happens so much. Uh, and it's very, like, confusing to them. Uh, so I thought it was, like, a really fun and interesting vibe uh, to bring as a song to come back from the grave to. Yeah. Yeah, your, yours is more of, like, a, you know, it's celebratory, but it's also, like, introspective in a way. And, yeah. like, mine is more just, like, let's kick some shit over. And Yeah, Lilith is fucking coming, Lilith's dog. Lilith's fucking coming. She's the mother of all the vampires. Yeah, and, like, the fact that she is, like, an omen of death, like, coming out of, like, the grave. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, a really great, like, I don't know, like, visual metaphor. I think that's extremely fun. And she, um, she fucking loves sandwiches. She fucking lo- listen Gerard Way and <laughs> Lilith just crushing Sammy's just out back of the Arby's. Just, just Gerard Way 
<laughs> Gerard Way and Lilith crushing Sammy's outside of the dumpster where we're in it, ha- feeding each other spoon. <laughs> Wait, don't, we're sp- sp- feeding each other spoonfuls of jam inside the Wendy's dumpster. <laughs> where the jam buds. <laughs> uh. Last thing I'll say, the reason why, like, I immediately wanted to bring this song and why I ultimately chose to bring it is that I love the chorus just being, have you heard the news that you're dead? (laughs) No one ever had much nice to say. I think they never liked you anyway. Um, And it's just like, have you heard the news that you're dead? Like, it sounds so, like, I'm imagining this undead person, this, like, vampire or whatever, like, going up to someone that they know trying to get help and them just being like, aren't you dead? And they're like, I'm dead? <laughs> like, what would I'm you just imagining do? the whole narrative here. What would you <laughs> what do if you were like, if I, if you were like, hey, I'm going to go to the supermarket. I'm going to go, uh, go, hey, uh, go get some grapes. Uh, okay. And you're, go- and you go through the check stand and all throughout the grocery store experience, people are just like looking at you. And then you get up to the front and the cashier is like, huh? And a manager comes up to you and it's like, sir, sir, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't be dead in here. So you can't be d- dripping in here. <laughs> you can have the grapes, but you gotta go. Like, you've already got your dead goo on them, but you gotta go. You gotta go, my dude. Gotta get out of here. But I can't keep dealing with you right now. We have- Malcolm, Malcolm, we can't keep doing this. We have an employee literally pushing around a scrubber behind you. Like- (laughs) Someone with fucking Swiffer wet wipes right behind you. Like- coming. You We can't- We can't keep doing this. If you want to come back in here- you got to get hosed down first. Yeah. Yeah. And stop cursing everybody. <laughs> Necromancer. <laughs> Love that. Uh, <laughs> I actually do. I have an old, like, uh, OC from a while back that is a, like, he used to be a preacher and then uh, he died and became a necromancer. Ooh, fun. Uh, and is sad about it. We love yeah. that. So, I'm being necromancer. We, we, we stand. We stand a... Uh, a disgraced priest we must stand we are we are inclined to stand we are morally obligated to stand you you must stand for the procession hey miles hey Mars. uh you want to go out to the wheel oh yeah let's go fucking find the wheel let's where's the where where the wheel at where'd we leave it let's go find the wheel Alright, so I discovered something new about the wheel. Oh. Uh so it I'm there's like a panel over here and I can change the setting so that it's it pulls the song from like a specific place in my heart. Oh. Dark mode. So, yeah. Uh and I feel like, you know, uh I feel like since we're coming back from such a long time, I wanna do something a little celebratory. Hmm. So I want to spin the wheel and have it pick from a selection of like my all-time favorite songs. I like that. All right, let me uh spin that wheel. I can't. I can't believe this. 
can't believe you've done this. What? I only have like two Beastie Boys songs in my all-time faves. <laughs> I only Which have one like is two. It, Boz? <laughs> Which one is it? And it and it picked a Beastie Boys. I feel like I'm being played here. The wheel knows. The wheel. The wheel's trying to play me for a fool. Um. Well. Uh. The song that. Uh, that it chose for me is Body Movin' by the Beastie Boys. All right. Um, and this, this is a song that is maybe a tiny bit contentious. If only because there is a very popular remix of this song that was included on the remastered version of this album. Mm-hmm. And the original is still there. But they just included an additional remix by Fatboy Slim. Hmm. And here's the thing, is that the remix is considerably more popular. Okay. But I think it's worse in every way. Hmm. And so we're going to be listening to the original. Good, good. Uh, and I don't know, it's the fucking Beastie Boys. I can't believe- <laughs> It's going to be They'll a Beastie Boys. They keep coming- b- Like that time that there were two Beastie Boys songs in one episode. Oh, I loved that. It just happens sometimes. You with the Beastie Boys, me with my chemical roommate. Yeah. Yeah. They're not- I like- I like so many other bands. I like so many other bands so much. I know. Listen, you (laughs) don't have to justify it. You do a music podcast. But this podcast, like, the illusion of this podcast is that Beastie Boys is like my favorite band. And I like them. I like them a lot. And they're a very nostalgic, important band to me. Mm -hmm. But- but I don't know. <laughs> but this is getting silly. It's getting silly now. Uh, but okay, let's let's give a listen to "Body Moving" by the Beastie Boys. Let's give it a little listen, shall we? Let's. So, so what did what did you what did you think? I have some thoughts. Okay, you have some thoughts. I have like two, but that's okay. more than usual. <laughs> you know me. What are your full thoughts? Of empty, handful of penis. All right. So, tell me your number thoughts. one thought. Number one What's thought. Number one thought. Uh, you love a song with instructions. Hey, 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 Miles. Am I your number one thought? You know what, Miles? You are. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> You're my number one <laughs> asexual thought. <laughs> uh, full Kill Bill fucking second movie, just you would have been my number one lady. <laughs> so, yeah, my first thought is uh, that your thought. My second thought is that you love a song with instructions in it. <laughs> you know what? That's They're true. very That's good. Is the th- I fucking, I will get to like how much I really like this song. My second thought is that uh, this really sounds like the intro to like, 
like a Spider-Verse-esque like movie about a teen in like a like cool neighborhood, like go- like getting up in the morning and like meeting their friends. Like it feels like the I intro g- yeah. to a movie. You know what I mean? I get that. I totally get that. Get up and get moving, like go down to like see your friends, like pick them up on the way to school. Like it's total like 90s vibes to me. Also peak Beastie Boys in my brain. Like this is so good. Yeah, it for jams. sure. Yeah. I mean, this is uh, this is off of Hello Nasty. This is like 1998. When I feel when like Beastie Boys were like specifically in their vibe, because like I mean, their first album is a little rough. Their yeah. second album is also kind of rough, but less rough. Their first album has girls on it, just women. Uh, well, no, no, the song "Girls." <laughs> yeah, sure. Do you know the song "Girls"? No, I don't. Uh, I'm not going to bring it up. You're my primary exposure to Beastie Boys. Uh, that's, v- that's incredibly valid. And yeah, that, okay, that, you know what, that tracks. I am just going to say some of the fucking lyrics to it, though. Oh, I love, I love this. <laughs> Remember when we played that Beastie Boy lyric game? <laughs> that shit yeah. was so funny. <laughs> so please, go ahead. Uh, the song Girls is really rough. This was, this was like, it was their first album. And like, th- this was when they were being like puppeted around by Rick Rubin. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, notify, notable hip hop bastard Rick Rubin. Yes. I think you mentioned him. Uh, I think the last time you bought a Beastie Boys song. Yeah. That's probably true. Um, but it's, uh, well, it just opens with, Girls, all I really want is girls, and in the morning it's girls, because oh, in the evening that. it's girls. I've heard yeah. that, like, say, like, on TikTok, because, like, there was a thing where someone remixed Boys uh, by Lizzo, and it was like, <laughs> oh, fuck, what was it? It's like, I like girls, and all I really want is girls. <laughs> um, uh, and these these lyrics get pretty rough. Uh, and Rough are in just a misogynist so, direction, and, uh, in a misogynist direction, and also in like a. It's let me just read it. Um, and then also in like these are these rhyme schemes are terrible. Ooh. Uh, I hope she'll say, and this is this is how it goes. This is oh how the song. This this is how the song goes. I hope she'll say, "Hey, me and you should hit the hay." I asked her out. She said, "No way." I should have probably guessed her gay. Uh. (laughs) So I broke north with no delay. I heard she moved real far away. That was two years ago this May. I seen her just the other day. Jock and Mike D to my dismay. (laughs) Songs that have like a singular rhyming um, uh, scheme to them. I think, like, if you can pull it off, fantastic. Sometimes, though, it really feels like they just went on, like, a lyric generator. Yeah. Before that even existed. It was like, what rhymes with B? C? Like, it's so It's just, like, it's, it's the worst. It's the worst. Songwriting 101. Yeah, and they were, like, stupid, stupid kids. They were, like, 17 or whatever. Oh, I can, like, I can picture it in my and head. Like Rick, and, like, Rick Rubin was, like, at their back, like, pushing it, like, get into the mansion videos and all of that. Like, to, you know, yeah. like, 
you know, because like that's how hip hop videos were back in the day is chilling in a mansion. There are some girls here. And that's how a lot of hip hop videos are nowadays, too. Hot women pool party. Hot women pool party. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, And then like they broke away from Rick Rubin and his fucking record company uh, and went, I believe, independent and like grew and eventually are like expressly like you know like the, showcasing like their growth and uh as like people throughout the albums um uh and like you know expressly like like i don't think that they played girls at their fucking live shows yeah like that was not a song that they were that they yeah. were doing Oh, yeah. I'm, and, like, yeah, like, when you get older and, like, people, like, look back on the art that you made when you were younger, it's – I get that when you were yeah, dumb. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Um, yeah. yeah. This song, though, is, like, lyrically, it's, I mean, obviously way better. Uh, there's, like – there's, like, actual lyrics and rhymes in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's not deep by any no. stretch of the imagination. <laughs> no. But like, but like the rhymes are like way better uh, of like, I'll just go ahead and I'll, I'll just say a little bit from first one of like, now let me get some action from the back section. We need body rock and not perfection. So let, let your backbone flip, but don't slip a disc. Let your spine unwind. Just take a risk. Yeah. It's that's like, a, that's you a, like can, yeah, you can feel it. It's smoother. It's not just like, duh, 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 duh. They're writing the beat more, and they're, like, they're making it more, like, not just the end of the sentence rhymes. Like, the whole thing Mm -hmm. flows. Uh, They just have flow. The other song, I imagine, does not have flow. Uh, Including, (laughs) and, like, this is not a line that they would have done, and I'm going to have to, I don't even know how to pronounce this. Like, a bottle of Chateau, Chateau, Chateau. Chateau. Chateauneuf de Pap. Chateauneuf de Pap. I'm fine like wine when I start to rap. <laughs> what a line. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I mean, bizarre. that is a name of a, of a wine producing region in France or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, that is not a lyric that they would have done four albums ago. <laughs> no. Um, but then they also like reference Defender. Which is an arcade game from 1981. Yeah. You know, whose graphics are just lines on a grid. Um, like, like, I don't know. It's, it's always so, like, <laughs> it's, it's sort of strange to me bringing music that is like even this old. Yeah. Because like the ref, the, like, especially hip hop, because like there is a specific element of time and place. With mm. hip hop albums, I feel like, especially. Yeah. Like, you could not play this song for somebody today and convince them that it came out today. No, absolutely not. Absolutely. Like, they, I feel like they would be able to guess what, what day of, like, what day, what year this song came out. Yeah, because, like, while genres, like, obviously, like, all of them change over time and, like, sort of, like, things become, like, more popular within the genre. But, like, hip-hop especially, I think, like, there are clear parts of, like, history, like, years Mm -hmm. within decades, which, like, usually doesn't happen with other genres. Yeah. uh, Which makes it, like, a very varied and, like, incredible genre to listen to, but, like, you can pinpoint the 90s. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, like, you know, well, because it's a, it's also because it's like a genre that is built off of sampling. Yeah. Um, and, you know, starting for like all the way back to fucking, you know, block parties in, in New York of, mm. you know, fucking taking the breakdowns of disco songs. Yeah. To like nowadays of like, like, fucking intense digital production yeah and you know at this point like just sampling the wildest shit yeah and then little nas x also <laughs> is here <laughs> yeah it's really interesting to see like that progression you know what the yeah. beastie boy is like a great it isn't perfect but like it's kind of interesting to think about like that one futurama episode where they wrote like that like beastie boys like yeah the song is just like going down to level five <laughs> like just like totally like parroting them um but like i feel like that similarly, song slaps by the way still like that song completely slaps oh my god i feel like i feel like on one episode of this show maybe the last time we brought up the beastie boys i played the entirety of that song on the show i think pro- i mean i wouldn't be surprised I think I think that I think that happened. It slaps. But so what yeah, I'm saying is song. like similarly to Futurama, the Beastie Boys, like you can tell what year it was made because it's very based around those references mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. the culture it was made within. Like so many people have been like, Oh, I never watched Futurama, like when it was coming out, should I give it a go? And everyone's like, It probably won't be as enjoyable as if you were watching it when it was coming out because like it yeah. was so it's like The Simpsons, like a reference things that was going on at the time. Uh so you can yeah, absolutely I, watch it, but like it might be a little bit dicey. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I feel I well I really feel that with the Simpsons. I used to I when I was a kid that was like I, the funniest shit in the world. Oh yeah. And then like you go back and it's just like, "Whoa." Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of transphobia in this show actually. That's like watching any show from like before 2010, you're like, "Hmm." I specifically I was like, cuz you remember like there's the episode where uh sideshow bob is like chasing bart and they have to like change their identities and go live on a boat uh-huh. uh and it's a really like it's considered a classic episode and there's a whole bit where sideshow bob is like he like was underneath their car driving to their new place he was like latched onto the bottom of their car and kept getting like hit by shit yeah <laughs> Because he was under a car. Yeah. Uh, and then when he get at, gets out from under the car, there are just rakes all over the ground that he keeps walking into and they slap <laughs> him in the face. Yeah. And it's, and he just keeps, he like hits, he walks in a direction until he hits a rake. I can and visually, then he just, yeah, I can see it. And then he just grumbles and then walks in another direction until he hits another rake. And it's, it's so funny. And then at the end of the episode, there's just a weird, gross, transphobic joke with Grandpa. Mm. And it's just like, why is this here? Who is this for? It's for, and it's just it's like, for showing it's, people that you're not afraid to make fun of minorities. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That controversial thing. You know what? I don't feel like people are punching down enough. I know. Ugh. Oh my goodness. Um and it's just like it's the last thing that hits you in that episode. It's just like, oh my god. It's a bad taste to leave in your mouth. 
It's an incredibly bad taste to leave in your mouth. But all I want, if the episode had just ended on Sideshow Bob getting hit in the face by like so many rakes. That's like, so that's, funny. That's, it could have just been that. <laughs> you know, like when people say things like, oh, you can't do comedy without like making fun of people. That's what like jokes are. Like how are you supposed to write a show without like punching down basically um like everyone's open to be a target and i'm like eh, not really and also mm. the hilarity of sideshow bob just constantly walking into rakes throughout the whole show is the dumbest fucking thing <laughs> and it makes me laugh every time i think about it <laughs> oh because God. it's just like he's such a sad man <laughs> <laughs> But also, like, but here's the other thing about it. It's so funny to watch this man, this pathetic, sad man, get hit in the face by rakes because he's trying to murder a child, and he's we like to, to see kill a ten-year-old. We, we like to see him fail. Yeah, it's fu- like it's the bad guy thing of like you know comically fucking up. It's like Doctor Doofenshmirtz is hilarious. Like fucking Megamind is hilarious. Like yeah. watching these bad guys that. You know, like, they're just going through it. <laughs> yeah. Just really like, getting it. <laughs> just like, that's fucking funny. But then, oh, this person's having a really hard time. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I know. Ugh. Um, so, yeah. Yikes. Yikes a ruski. Yikes a ruski. Uh, but that. <laughs> That was the Beastie Boys. That was the, every that was time, our discuss- <laughs> Every time we record an episode, we stop talking about music. <laughs> well, that's that's podcast, baby. That's what we call podcast volume. That's what we call 65. podcast. Well, welcome back. Art Ghost is back. This, this is what you've all been waiting for. Um, all right. Well, I guess that's that's it for the podcast. We're wrapped up here. It's it's. I'm glad. That we're back doing. I'm glad to, I'm also glad to just have something to do. We've been sort of just sort of hunkering down for three months. Yeah, I've been kind of bored. But we're back now and, uh, and we're, we're excited to, to keep doing this. Yeah. Um, just gotta, just gotta keep the door barricaded. <laughs> cause we, cause you, you never know when you're gonna get eaten in your sleep. It's never zero. It's never zero. Uh, so, Miles. Mars. Um, since we're back, we need a new theme for next time. Mm-hmm. Next time that light flashes, we need, we need to be prepared. We do need to be prepared. Hmm. How about... Alright, I have an idea, Mars. You ready? I'm ready for it. I'm 100% here and ready for it. I would love it if you would bring me a song to get hunted to. Oh, oh, that's extremely good. A song to get hunted to. It's never zero. It's never zero. <laughs> yeah, this is this is this is going to be an important song. I feel like for us. Yeah, for our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow, I'm really gonna have to think on that. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, cool. Well. I think that's it then. Yeah. Bye, fuckers. <laughs> Bye, fuckers. <laughs> <You're> fucking stupid. <laughs>